Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Ordinary Joe's Town Talk with Joey Chapman. As always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Ryan Sowers. Yeah, thanks, Joe. You, Good to be here, man. We're broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studios from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in Stone Mountain, Georgia. We're excited to have our guest here today, Nicole Kanata. I just am so glad you're here, Nicole. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Super excited to have you. Um, and listen, you do uh, Lilburn Life on Facebook, and we're just super thrilled to talk about that today. But first, I wanted to talk about some personal stuff with you. Um, just tell us a little about a little bit about yourself personally, and then we'll get into the Lilburn Life. Yeah, here. yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've been a resident here in Lilburn for um, five years now, um, coming up to five years. Um, I moved to the area as a single mom. Um, my son was born with half a heart. Um, it's called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. He's had three open heart surgeries and a plethora of other medical anomalies that have occurred during his journey. Um, but that's what brought us here to Atlanta. He was born in Florida. Um, the medicine here and the access to healthcare is progressive um, rather than responsive. So yeah, that's, that's how we ended up here in Atlanta. Um, I'm now married. I have a second child. Um, we have a home here in, in Lilburn. Um, it's been a great place to raise our, our family. So, um, you know, outside of what I do for Lilburn Life, I do sit on the advisory board at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Um, I do a lot of advocacy work for my son's, um, healthcare and, um, a lot of the stuff that goes on at Children's Healthcare and some of their support efforts that they put in for heart families like myself. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. And, and, and I, I agree 100%. One, uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta is one of my customers and filters, and uh, they just do an amazing job with kids and just delighted to be a part of that. And um, Okay, tell me, where are you from originally? <laughs> originally, where I was born? Um, born <laughs> in New York, um, okay. but I moved to Florida. I spent um, a lot of my summers in Florida. My grandmother bought property down there when she retired. Very cliche thing to do. Um, yeah. But my, I was raised by a single mother. Okay. Um, so every single summer, I was flown down to Florida during summer break. So I'm kind of like a, a hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Part northerner, part southerner. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I spent most of my... Um, childhood being raised um on long island and spent my summers in florida so i had a little little difference in culture growing up um what and part then of florida um palm coast just yeah. south of saint augustine so nice yeah so. yeah it's great it's really blossomed i i first started going there they didn't even have their own exit off of the highway wow <laughs> when That's my awesome. grandmother moved down there and now it's a big blossoming booming city so um but yeah i uh grew up in on Long Island and moved down to Florida when I was in my teenage years. Um, lived there for about 10 years. Um, I'm actually a high school dropout. Um, I got my GED when I was 16 and started working. Um, so by the time I was 26, I actually had 10 years in real estate and property management experience. Um, so that's where a lot of my marketing and business um, savvy comes from is kind of that experience for 10 years, you know, so. Um, but then, uh, my, I had my son when I was in university and after that, I just started to look into what the best options there were for his future. And that's how we ended up here. But Nicole, I'm, I'm maybe wrong on this, but you went on to get some degrees, I did. didn't you? Okay. Did. So, so there's people out there going, Oh, but you actually kind of mixed the, the real world and the. 
I did. Going yeah. Back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I hated high school. I just wasn't <laughs> challenged, I guess. Um, I didn't really get to touch into my creative side when I was in high school. So I, I left pretty early on. Um, I got my GED when I was 16. Uh, I got my real estate license as soon as I turned 18. Um, so within that two year period, I actually was working for a custom home builder. So I got a lot of experience there. Um, once I got my real estate license, I got more into the property management rather than the buying and selling. Um, what and that was a lot of fun. What property manager crew did you work for? I've now? worked for a few different ones. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious if I knew one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I did work for a few national ones um, and then some privately owned ones. Um, okay. But yeah, so that's kind of where my people skills came in, leadership skills, marketing skills. I mean, when you're in property management, there's all kinds of life and experience that's thrown at you. Um, so yeah, so that, uh, you know, that experience, once I had my son, I was in school when I found out I was pregnant. Okay. Um, and I, education is incredibly important to me. So I actually was able to complete my degree, even though, um, even though I was single mom going through everything that we were going through. Um, so yeah, I've, I've completed two degrees since. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. And, and I think, um, Joey knows, and I think I've told you, Nicole, but you know, I've been working on some educational stuff, but it's to me, it's, 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 it's a lot about taking what you've learned in real life and then blending the two. And every time I talk to a university, they're like, that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want. I'm like, yeah, I think every kid wants to know, <laughs> but no, I just, I was trying to remember that part and I was like, okay, I didn't know that part of the story. So you ventured back and, you know, kind of yeah, my, my entire life, I, I joke oftentimes with people who are close to me, it could really be quite a novel, <laughs> if not a multi-part <laughs> trilogy going on. Um, and, you know, I think that's where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, not young, but I'm not old and I still have, you know, quite a bit of experience based on everything that I've had to live through. And I think because of that, um, you know, it brings me to the leadership skills and just having the confidence to be able to do what I do now. It's got school of hard knocks. You know, you learn a lot. You learn you learn quickly or you're, you're not going to move forward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I think that that kind of pushes, you know, pushes me. And, and you know, if, if there's a, a bump in the road, it doesn't completely end what my goal is. You know, I'm Absolutely. able to keep pushing through. So. Fantastic. And uh, I don't think the apple falls far from the tree because Ducky, your son, I noticed he uh, he had a little uh, lemonade stand on Lilburn Life. Yeah. And that's so cool that he's, as a business person, that makes me smile. It does. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, you know, it's, it's, you don't see as much of that anymore. And I just love people encouraging that because that is really the backbone of all small business ideas and mm -hmm. you know, innovation. Absolutely. I also want to just talk a little bit more about your, uh, being a medical mom or what medical mama you said. In the, yeah. <laughs> just tell me a little bit more about what the children's health care um, yeah. advocacy group or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when my son was actually diagnosed in utero with his um, heart defect. Wow. Um, so I found out that he was um, he would have an 80 percent chance of survival. Um, and I was a single mom at the time. So that's kind of mind blowing. And I was actually a pre-med student. So I had heard literally there was like four lines in one paragraph in one textbook. And that was the entire introductory that I had to congenital heart disease. It's just really not very well known. It's not very well um, advocated for. Um, and, um, you know, once, once he was born, I really was thrown into the world um, of being a heart mom. Um, now I joke and just kind of call myself a medical mama. Um, I have a blog called the alphabet mom because 
you know, when, when you have a child that's in special needs, there's all these letters thrown around, right? So you can take every single one of my son's diagnosis and put them as, as, a, as a letter. You know, he has HLHS, ADHD, ODD, SPD, ASD, you know, like it's all these letters. Um, so that's kind of the project that I've been working on is it's a, it's a parenting, a respectful parenting project. Um, so it takes parenting philosophy, but applies it towards um, parents with special needs. And it's basically a funnel. Um, it's very similar to what I do with Lilburn Life, um, okay. but it's more towards um, families of special needs and that community. Um, so it's the same sense. It's just kind of taking everything that revolves around that community and pulling it all together. God bless you for doing that. That's so cool. Um, now let's get to your main baby, Lilburn Life. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> how in the world the you started that. Um, I mean, what spawned the idea for that? Um, so I wouldn't even say that it was an idea. Um, my husband was raised in Tucker, um, and Tucker has a Facebook group called Tucker Town Talk. And I'm part of it because my in-laws live over there, and they always know what's going on. They're like, oh, this is happening downtown. This is happening here. This business just opened. I'm like, why do you guys know about all this all the time? I'm like, I live literally a town over, and I have no idea what's going on right here. You know, how how do you know all of this? And that's when I was introduced to their page. Um, so I joined that page because we're only town over. Why right, not right. why not participate in all of those um, events and activities? Um, so once on that page, I started to, you know, we all started going and I'm like, all right, why don't we have this here in Lilburn? Like this is this seems like an easy concept, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I talked to my neighbor and my husband. I'm like, hey, why don't we start a Facebook group? Um, literally, the group started out as the three of us on a Facebook group. Um, we're nearing 7,000 people now within it's three and a half years. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of took experience and lessons being part of that group and applied those to our rules and how Lilburn Life would function because I saw some of the things that not just Tucker Town Talk, but other groups came across and just being on the internet in general, you know, what sparks any kind of animosity on the internet, we wanted to basically crush before it ever even happens in Lilburn Life. Um, so that's great, really great where, point. yeah, that's really where kindness and community came from. I wanted us to have a purpose from the beginning. And really, it just started out as a, as a Facebook group and just exploded. And so how do you have people working for you? Um, technically nobody's working for me. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, because I know y'all are 501c3. Yeah. And I mean, even with a 501c3, technically with a nonprofit, you can have an income, but from the beginning, even when we got to the point of turning Lilburn Life into a 501c3, we, um, decided that it would be a complete volunteer base. Um, once money is involved in things, a lot of things end up getting, um, a little bit, um, confusing, um, little animosity involved, little negativity, um, stuff like that. So, um, we are all volunteer based, but we do have a team of about 14 people and we're still growing. Wow. So yeah. cool. You I was, was, was going to jump in there, but you know, yeah. one of my big things in leadership, I always say is when you get people to do something because they want to, not because they have to, that's powerful. And I mean, from, yeah. from, from, you know, I've gotten, you know, we've done shows and stuff to go, but that's, you know, when people are not getting paid and they're still putting their heart and soul into it, special things happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really incredible. I, a lot of people give me so much credit all the time and they're like, oh, good job. And I literally would not survive without the team that's behind me. I mean, there's so much work that happens. Yeah. You see my name attached to everything, but before I post anything, 
I talk to my team before we create a new program. I talk to my team. I mean, everything, I bounce ideas off of them constantly. We, we chew on things together. We make decisions together. Um, and each one of them has their own, um, talent that they bring, um, and experience that they bring. Um, and each one of them has their own passion. And I, I love that I'm able to kind of harness and, and push that passion for them. So. I mean, it's so similar to a business. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know that, you know, being a 501c3, it's different. But I do want to ask you about that. How how hard was it to get the 501c3 started? <laughs> so this is not my first nonprofit. I actually have one that I started in Florida. Um, so I can give you pre-pandemic <laughs> 501c3 <laughs> process versus pandemic process. Um, pre-pandemic, it's not that difficult. I mean, you basically create your bylaws, you have your mission at hand, your goals, um, the rules that are going to govern those, how you go ahead and uphold those rules that you've created. Um, pandemic wise, it took us about nine months to get a 501c3. Wow. Before you, the pandemic, it was month turnaround. And do you have to have an attorney usually to do that? You don't know. Um, okay. both process, both times actually, uh, was it with a CPA. Okay, CPA. Yeah, yeah we use and, we use an incredible CPA here um, in Lilburn. She's part of our team as well. Um, she has been absolutely an asset. Um, yes. Most of the time, a CPA will know um, laws pertaining to um, to a five hundred one c three. So, I, I was just curious, like in, in just ballpark figure, how much does that cost to do one? I mean, you don't have to tell me exactly. I was just curious, like five hundred one c three. It's it's around five hundred dollars. Okay, so it's um, not, not yeah. Huge. So once you get your LLC, there's there's a few other fees and stuff that pop up, business license, um, and then you apply for your five hundred one c three. And the day that you apply for your five hundred one c three, even without getting that response, um, you are considered a five hundred one c three. Um, our, our CPA here actually donated not only her time, but she was able to pay for everything for us as well, which is really nice. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. I just think for our audience too, Ryan, you were talking about this. I mean, uh, Nicole just had an idea in mind and she, she got it done. I mean, it just tells me that you can do whatever you want to here. Well, I just want to take a second when I wanted to, you know, y'all to know each other more formally, you know, you know, Joey, our kids are a little bit older and, and, but I was watching from far. Joey has been, I mean, you'll see Joey, he's got out picking trash up outside the road for the last 15 years every day or doing things, making sure the community's there, connecting people, whatever. Then I'll see what you've done. And I'm like, man, that'd be a great show right there. So <laughs> I've watched from before and, you know, we've seen it, but I was like, you know, I knew the gel, the passions of both you guys would gel. I thought it would. Uh, and, it, and it sure is uh, playing out that way. <laughs> well, no, and I, and I also just had a little insert here. I wanted to brag on you, Ryan, for just a second, because. You, you've reinvented yourself several times, which has really been cool to watch as, as your neighbor. You know, you've got your business, you were on the national speaking circuit, and then you've written several books, and now you're getting your PhD. So, thanks, man. And now doing these co podcasts is really, really cool. Got one more big thing to come TV show in the works, folks. So, uh, you know, I'm all, I, I appreciate it. I can't stop. I always got another idea. The quote, <laughs> but I know I really do. I really, really um, appreciate uh, that. And, you know, I love being able to bring people on and, and do good things. So, that's why we try to do it. Okay, one of the things, Nicole, that you told you said in uh, this little questionnaire we had you fill out, you said you've laughed and cried and run the gamut of emotions with uh, Lilburn Life. Can you give me just a couple of specifics on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really it, any kind of leadership position is difficult, right? I mean, you're you're challenged, you're challenged daily. Um, sure. You know, you would think <laughs> you would think that running a Facebook group is just kind of whatever it is. 
Um, but the internet has a different culture in, entirely. I mean, you don't, you're not face to face the things that you would say behind a keyboard and a screen or a phone or whatever it may be. You wouldn't say to somebody passing them, you know, in the street or on a grocery line. Um, Some of the stuff that's said on the internet. Yeah. People get quite brave, right? Yeah. Behind, yeah. You know, behind their key little keyboard, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and we saw so much potential with Lilburn Life, and we saw so much energy there, and that's kind of where the 501c3 blossomed from. Um, and we just, we, every day we have to filter out a lot. Sure. So we get a big feedback from a lot of our membership base, and they're like, oh, we love Lilburn Life. It's so positive. It's so kind. And that's, that's amazing because that, that gives me the confirmation that my team is doing what we set out to do. Um, but what people don't see is the amount of stuff that we filter. Right. Um, we are basically human shields for the entirety of Lilburn life. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been called some of the worst things that I've ever been called in my life from three years of running a Facebook group. That's now a 501c3. That is the mission is kindness and community. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't, I mean, you really can't argue with kindness and community, no matter what your beliefs are, no matter where you fall politically, you know, no matter what your goals are. I mean, there's there's really no arguing kindness and community, yet people are constantly offended. Um, I'll get messages telling me I need to explain myself. I'm like, I work 60 hours <laughs> a week just alone on Lilburn Life, and I don't get paid anything, <laughs> and you want me to explain myself. I don't understand. <laughs> well, um, and, and I mean, the overall goal, like you said, is kindness and community, and I, I, I can't think of a better thing to be about, you know? Yeah, and yeah, it's great. It, and you're informing the public on things that are going on, just like you said in Tucker, when you, you know, you're, your in-laws knew everything that was going on. And I was just thinking about Dante's Pizza, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've gotten a ton of publicity just oh, yeah. off of your oh, Facebook yeah. page. Entirely, and, and for the most part. it sounds wonderful. I haven't tried it yet. Have you, Ryan? I have not. I have not. I was going to say, you know, well, I have a too. forum, uh, and it's not anything like Liberal Life I just started, but just the stuff to administrate of people that don't follow the rules – over and over. <laughs> and, you know, you have to make that decision. At what point do you remove them from the group if yeah. they can't? You know what I mean? And that's not at all. I know you and I, that what, what the goal is. It's yeah. not to be a babysitter. Yeah. But I think you would agree. I've seen some habitual people that do the same thing. What? Why? Tell them. Yeah. Next week's the same thing. <laughs> we still have to deal with it. So I can only imagine to the degree of what you're having to do because it's a time killer. It's, it's difficult. I may have been guilty of a snide comment every once in a while. Uh, no, you're, you're, I'm not talking. No, and it's not, it's not like you. It's people that just blatantly disregard rules. So Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, everybody's, everybody's going through something right now, you know, and, and that's, that's the mindset that I go into conversations with people even when they break rules. I, I try and meet them with grace and positivity and kindness and, um, you know, like that's, that's not even my default. Like I said, I grew up in New York. My default is to be angry and obnoxious. So, of course. Um, you know, and, and in my personal growth and my, my walk with, you know, yes. the way that I meet people, um, even this has taught me so much, sure. um, you know, being able to meet people, understanding grace, patience, you know, that's, that's something that I've been able to gain out of running Lilburn life. Um, and the same thing, being able to lead, the rest of the team and you know they they fully agree with everything um you know and like i said we just bounce everything off of each other so well, i i just think it's super positive and, and I, I was reading i love the fact that you go and meet the owners and talk to them on a personal basis and, and get a feel for their business or whatever and their passion and goals yeah 
um, it's great to have a spot like that where, you know, there's new restaurants being announced and everything like that. So just give us some examples of successes there or, or maybe a specific business you recently went to. and Yeah, to so, know. I mean, the, the idea of the 501c3 came about when, um, you know, I started seeing people posting about places that they had found and other people are like, wait, I didn't even know this is here. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know this was here either and I live here. Um, so, you know, I... I started to to reach out to some businesses and find out ways that I could support them. Um, but my idea and the way that I go about the marketing of this is um, to give it more of a, a small town feel. Um, I want people to go into our businesses around Lilburn and know that they're supporting Mike or Betty or Joe or whoever it may be. You know, I, I, I like that. I will step into 1910 and people know me and I want people to have that same feeling, you know, step into Dante's and, you know, step into Blackbird, wherever it may be, you know, it's, it's really cool um, that we are a smaller community. And while there are thousands of us here there's no reason that we can't harness the power of the internet and social media to be able to connect the people who live here and the sure. businesses that are around here. Um, so a lot of, a lot of our funding and a lot of our projects, um, it's kind of like a, I scratch your back, you scratch my back kind of thing. Um, so I get to know the owners. I do interviews. I find out what their passion is, not necessarily their product, but why they're here, why they do what they do. And it's really, it's really neat. Um, so, you know, like I've been getting to know Dante's owners or Blackbird owners and, you know, they're really into what they're doing. I mean, obviously they opened up a business, they risked it. Um, but just getting that story out there to our public, I think is so important. Um, and then I get obviously their product out there, you know, taking nice pictures of frothy beer and slices of pizza and whatnot. Um, it's a lot Absolutely. of fun. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm just super pleased you're positive and, and have the best community and interest of the community at heart, you know, um, do you want to talk about any negatives? I know you stay out of politics, but it is cool that you have, like you, you present a forum if there's something mm -hmm. going on where the candidates yeah. are speaking or whatever. But I think it's cool that y'all stayed out of politics um, because that, I think that brings a lot of ne negativity, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the things that I've noticed you just, it's, it's Nicola and I know you and I think this Joey, but for years, columns I've written or things I've said, I just steer away from that stuff because it's the way I personally feel. But if you leave it, because I love your kindness thing, people are always like, well, what do you really think? I'm like, well, you need to know me a lot better to really have that conversation. <laughs> but ultimately, dividing people further, we have enough of that everywhere right. we look. And I, th I don't know I've ever told a human that statement in the last five years has disagreed. Like, no, we don't. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 we do. So this is a nice place. And and um, who doesn't want to smile, a kind word? Uh, you know, if your business is struggling, uh, hey, we'll come rally behind you. That's that's phenomenal. It's yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we we definitely steer away from politics. We steer away from a lot of the things that trigger people on the Internet for the most part. Um, we recently started a program within Lilburn Life for Lilburn Life Advocacy. Um, the way that Lilburn Life Advocacy works is we're we're not affiliated with any any politics whatsoever, no political party. Um, what we are seeking to do is to educate the public and their community on ways that their voice can be heard, whatever their voice is, whatever is important to them. I want them to understand how their voice can be heard. I want them to understand the routes that they need to take in order for that voice to be heard. Um, you know, it's, it could be something as simple as 
the trail the other day. You know, my, my son was on a bicycle and crashed on a trail that many people in our community had an issue with. And I'm like, okay, well, what do we need to do as a community to get this fixed? You know, who do we talk to? You know, what what's the proper route that we need to take? Um, you know, and, and from there, like now I have a really great relationship with the county. And, you know, I've always talked to the city from day one of, of branching out into a 501c3. So now there's relationship with both city and county for incorporated and unincorporated Lilburn, um, just an open line of communication between the two groups. Um, and they're, they're helping educate me so that I can then educate through the different platforms that we've created. So I love that because you're taking it to another level than I would. I mean, you know, I would see that and say, okay, this looks terrible, but who do we need to call? And, and you've, and you've done that. So well, I, I saw somebody in, a, in, a, in one of my forums the other day that, that I administer, and, and they were piling on a particular entity, and I let it go for a while. But then I came back and said, all right, I'm cutting off. I've seen you do this. I took this out of your book, Nicole. It's like, <laughs> I'm cutting off commenting after this, but what are we going to do to fix the problem? I've right. heard all the complaints. Right. But the goal is to make it better, right? And I left them thinking about that. So we'll see. You know, I didn't have an exact answer, but it was just piling on. And I don't think that ever does, you know, if everybody would just complain, that's not going to fix a problem. You know, mm -hmm. it's got to be communication and relationships, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the, the situation with the trail, we weren't the first one to slip and fall in that section. We weren't the first one to ruin a pair of shoes or, you know, dangerously try and cross the road or whatever it may have been, you know, but I don't think that that had been effectively communicated to the proper um, people, you know, and without without doing the right steps, nothing is ever going to come about from it. So, I mean, and that's, that's really not just about a trail. It's sidewalk, it's speeding, it's whatever it may be. You don't like a bush at a corner because you can't see around the edge, like sure. either take care of yourself or find the correct way to handle that. And, you know, that's, that's something that we do squash a lot of the times in, in conversation. And there seems to be a lot of, um, you know, build up for people who are wanting um, their voice to be heard, but it seems like they just don't know how to have their voice heard. And that's kind of what we're hoping to do, encourage that and support that and give them a platform. So one thing I think is so cool, too, is I think we, we got a lot of people in the city of Lilburn and the Gwinnett County government that are responsive. Yes. Oh, you just get you need to know the right person to call. Yeah, you know, that's that's it. I mean, they're they're great. They're, they're pretty great. good about getting back to you. you know, they're they, so great. Yeah. Both both county and city is just they're so supportive. They're so encouraging. They're they're ready to help. It's just using the right tools to get to them. I mean, our, our mayor literally is like, Hey, anytime you want to email us, email us. You know, and it's not just for me, not just as, you know, somebody who sure. runs an organization in town, this could be anybody, my next yeah. door neighbor, elderly next door neighbor. If he wanted to pick up his laptop and email the mayor a concern, he could. Um, the same thing with Gwinnett County. I mean, they are just, they're just so excited to have, um, you know, this, this community and this Forum. connection. That's so cool. Yeah. So in a, uh, one suggestion for people who want to post on your site, I said, keep it what? And you would probably say kind, yes. right? Yes. Kindness and community. Yes. Yep. That's good. Yep. As long as your intentions are at the end of the day to connect our community with kindness at the core, we, we are there for it. You know, we're, we're open to ideas. We, I mean, we're constantly having different things pop up that um, is a need for our community. I mean, just... I think it was two weeks ago, I had somebody in the community come to me and say, hey, I'm a grieving widower. Like, I need support for my community, and I don't have that. 
Um, and there was about 12 other people that are like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand that. I haven't lost anybody, but what can I do to help? And within two weeks time, we have a building free of charge where people can meet. I have a leader who's done grief counseling and we've got an entire group that's ready to be signed up to have their first support group meeting and it's going to happen every month. So it's just yeah. stuff like that that might pop up that might not even be on my radar. That um, is that is really cool. Yeah. I mean, just to connect people like that, super, super deal. We should probably say, Nicole, what are some ways, I'm looking at your sheet right here, so if you want me to tell them, but what are the best ways, I know you've got your website, Facebook, Twitter, or Facebook, uh, people can connect with you or Love and Life or whoever. Yeah, so I mean, our, our website is a really great filter into all the different groups that we have. Um, Love and Life as a Facebook group is um, is a pretty great connector of everything. Um, but we do have a website as well. Yeah, in case that Facebook goes down, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I live off of Facebook. I, I mean, know. I run an organization it's on crazy. Facebook. I have a side business for marketing on Facebook. I, know, I mean, right? it's social media. I didn't even know it went down. Uh, my wife told me, and I was I like, was why so did it not refresh the other day? And she goes, the, everything's down. And so I, that was, that was uh, it's a good reason to always to have a website too. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I was totally caught off guard. I was like, wait, what do you mean it was down? <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> Um, but yeah, hilarious. so our, our website is uh, www.lowburnlife.org. Um, and from there, you can be connected to any of these different programs that Lowburn Life has. I mean, we have Lowburn Life Eats and Heals and Gives and Advocacy and Leisure. I mean, it's just branched out. Um, and I mean, the purpose of it isn't to take over things that already exist. It's to funnel everything into one need. Um, one, one, one stop shop for, you know, what's going on in Lilburn. Um, and if we're not doing it, another organization is, we love linking them. Very cool. Yeah. And the Facebook page itself, they can go to .com slash Lilburn Life. Lilburn Life. Yeah. And then everything else spawns. I mean, you can get there from yeah. there. So. Well, Nicole, I just so appreciate you coming in today. It's so nice to meet you and thank just you. thank you so much for your goals in the community and everything you're doing. It's just super deal. Thank you. Nice to meet your son, Ducky, as well. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to close this up here. Thanks for tuning in to another Ordinary Joe's Town Talk with Joey Chapman inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. Please stay tuned for an upcoming shows or listen to shows by visiting www.endresultswithaz.com and simply click, click on the current shows button to hear this and many other shows on the network 24-7 or where, where, where you can get anywhere you can get podcasts. Until next time, for my co-host, Ryan Sowers you, and myself, this has been another episode of Ordinary Joe's Talk Town. For my super guest, Nicole Cantata, thanks for coming out to the show. Thanks for having well, me. Thank you. Well, uh, great show today. And, and for this, we will just sign off. Thank you so much.